casual anime podcast for the 10th of June 2018. I'm your usual host, Frederick, and joining me, as he always does, is Kashmir. Hello, hello, hello. And this will be the 20th iteration of uh, our weekly viewcast. Or, well, technically it won't, because we, I, we probably skipped a few episodes, and I think we've uh, combined a few episodes too. But this is the 20th episode, just to make that clear. Yeah, and we had a roundtable discussion with our friend Ian from uh, Retro Anime Podcast. So, uh, so I'm going to just throw out all my uh, scathing opinions right off the bat because uh, I want to get them over with. Um, so just bear with me, okay? Uh, so now that the series is coming to a close, or pretty close at least, uh, I think a lot of people will be a lot more confident of coming out of the woodwork and actually shitting on this. I think we're going to see a circle drift start, where uh, the series' is prob- reputation is probably going to go downhill pretty fast. I mean, all it takes is like one negative with video from one person, and then the entire uh, Google Analytics crew will just jump on it, so uh, <laughs> it's probably going to happen. But just mark my words, we were shitting on this from episode uh, 5, I think, so yeah. Yeah, we were, I think we the beach episodes, yeah. So. That's basically what I wanted to get off my chest. Uh, today's episode, did you find any enjoyment in this? Well, uh, they're changing their um, uh, villains, or <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of more in line with uh, the Claxosaur Princess now than before. Yeah, because... Well, you predicted there would be aliens, and I predicted that Papa would be the final villain. Yeah. And I would turn on him with the Klexasaur Princess, and I don't know if that's going to happen, but it certainly looks like it could happen. Yeah, Because they uh... suddenly spring this space invader thing on us uh, without any setup. And uh, it's apparently like two members of Ape who have been hidden agents the entire time or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, two disappeared or disintegrated or I, I don't know what the... Yeah, and just became disembodied uh, purple eyes. Yeah. And, I mean, and we okay. finally get to see a new uh, new mecha or the star entity. Which was kind of cool, but... Yeah, what uh, is the point, though? They just pull two weapons out of their ass this episode, like uh, this other weapon too, I don't even remember its name, but... Ringhorn. Yeah, Ringhorn to uh, take into space with them. Yeah. And uh, for some reason they did, didn't want Earth to have weapons because that would disturb the world peace or something stupid, I don't know. Do you think they're part of some really big old organization that just tries to control all life in the galaxy. Yeah, probably the Reapers or something. Yeah, I Just, think I've uh, seen this plot before in Gurren Lagan. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people uh, saying that all the boxes have ticked off for or at least how the last uh, arc went. Yeah, but it's, there's also this uh, encompassing... Uh, 
thing he's talking about. That kind of sounds a little bit like Kill la Kill without even going into details on that, but because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, just spoil it because I don't think I'm gonna watch it through. Uh, well, in the end, there's like this uh, encompassing life fiber thing that's gonna engulf the entire planet. It's kind of like uh, the final plot of, uh, or not the final plot, but almost the final plot of Naruto. Okay. Um, where uh, Uchiha, the the powerful Uchiha, tries to put everyone to sleep or whatever. Yeah. Madara. Yeah, it's not important. No. Uh, yeah, um... Are we supposed to care that there is a new Nana? Uh, no. Because I re didn't really know Nana. I, I noticed her appearance uh, had changed or something, but um, she's not been so uh, important to the, well, to the plot, I think. I think they're trying to emphasize that she's been important to the children, but to us, it's kind of she's kind of been hiding and not interacting because that's part of the experiment. Yeah. And um, I do get why they're doing this, but uh, why couldn't they just suck the life out of everyone? when they weren't in Star Entity. I, I, I don't get why they had to wait for the, because the Grand they, Carvass. Because they wanted, uh, they wanted that weapon. Yeah, but it's yeah, just going to blow so, up. Well, that was only if they couldn't control the princess. Yeah. And to be honest, the defenders had one job, and they failed at that one job. And they don't even realize that they failed at that one job. Yeah, and the, um, That's how and the nines uh, were very incompetent. They weren't stand out at all. Yeah, and I mean, I don't see why they're so hostile to uh, our group because, uh, I mean, when you're the rats of society, when you go uh, ratting off to Papa about some kind of a secret love affair, I mean, of course people are gonna hate you. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's some uh, some cool info in this episode, like uh, Kokoro's pregnant, which we we kind of already figured, but uh, yeah, that was just their confirmation. The first, because, yeah. Yeah, but because she's uh, having morning sickness and having bigger boobs, yes, I have to go back and check. Uh, And uh, the Klaxos for Princess calling uh, Zero to a fake, which we we already knew she was created by Vanner, but uh, yeah. But does that make her a fake, though? Does clone lives matter? Probably, right? Yeah. I think that's the entire plot of uh, the last Star Wars films. Do clone lives matter? <laughs> I haven't watched, so uh, yeah. And the. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars uh, fandom is kind of crazy right now, so uh, you shouldn't be saying stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, I heard it's the Soy Wars, but uh, that's just uh, yeah. mean comments. But they're probably correct in some uh, some sense of the word. Um, 
I mean, I got kind of um, confused by uh, uh, by uh, Doctor Frank's revelation about uh, the Klaxosaurs being uh, the Franks because I thought we already kind of knew this, or this wasn't really a surprise. It didn't come really as a surprise to me, so I didn't understand why people were so surprised by it. Hmm. And why is he having a conversation? I thought he, he was only having a conversation with Hatchy, but apparently everyone can hear it. Yeah, maybe it's broadcasting or... Yeah, but it seems like... Why aren't they broadcasting all the time? Why are they only broadcasting some of the time? I'm saying it's very subjective what they broadcast and what they don't. Yeah. And I mean, that's not even gonna start on... Uh, one of the first scenes where they say we've taken the Grand Crevasse. Oh, haven't you forgotten the giant hand came out of there and just smashed the plantation? Yeah, and, uh, and where is that? Yeah, where is that? Why weren't that uh, protecting the... You can't say you've taken uh, the Grand Crevasse when there's something like that still uh, still at large. <laughs> do, you think the grand, the, do you think the hand was the princess? Or maybe just a protective system for... Uh, I think, yeah, I think... Uh, the hand was the princess now, but I don't know. No way of knowing. No. And then you have the apes. They're kind of uh, just being uh, uh, coming out of their shell, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, these aliens are called, called uh, Worm. Or the organization ape. is called Worm. I don't know. Yeah, but then you, if you combine, if you uh, if you rearrange the letters and uh, put the worm and ape, you get a vampire, and they're sucking the life, the magma yeah, energy and we get out back of to the parasite thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's not it's very cool, clever, but say uh, whatever. <laughs> no. Uh, so how do you feel about uh, the princess? Uh, what, what do you say she's doing to Hero? She's forcing her tongue far into his uh, throat and uh, tying him up I... and uh, taking him for a ride. It's pretty kinky, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a kiss. It's more a ownership thing, maybe. Yeah, she just took control straight out of Zero Two's yeah. hands. And I don't get it. If she's a clone, wouldn't she be just as strong? Yeah, not if you combine the, the Klaxus Princess with Varner's uh, uh, DNA. If that's what happened. Because uh, if they're clones, they should be looking just exactly the same. Uh, yeah. But all the nines well, there's, look alike. Uh, there's always the argument for... Uh nature over uh, and uh, environment though could pay could play some kind of role yeah but in star wars you know you clones they all look the same yeah they but look i like, mean uh, in natural theory, i mean if you grow up on a different diet if you do something else you would end up looking different yeah and that's but not I so mean, substantial artistic uh, 
liberty. Yeah. To, uh, yeah, it it, it would be a, a terrible. From each other. Yeah, it would be terrible if they all looked the same. Uh, well, every background character do, does look the same, so. Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. This this uh, anime does look terrible. <laughs> So, um, the Cluxosaurs or the Cluxosapiens, they use this uh, Strelisia and, uh, and the Franks too. Yeah, they, the Cluxosaurs are piloted, I think uh, they're trying to get at. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, they're kind of saying that's okay. Half of the species turned into magma energy, and the other half turned into Claxo sapiens or whatever. Yeah. And the Claxo princess is the last of her kind. So is everyone else inside of these uh, Claxosaurs and uh, magma energy and? Uh... Yeah, it, it could be why you that see... being fueled by magma energy is kind of makes you human? Because I thought you lost all every kind of... Uh... Or I don't think you have sentience as uh, magma energy. No. <laughs> I am... Um... It's kind of out there, but uh... yeah, I don't know. It's uh, confusing, and the next episodes are probably gonna clear up a lot of this. But uh, it's kind of weird that uh, Squad Thirteen has finally grown a backbone. Yeah, they've been a dog dogs <laughs> of the system for eighteen episodes, and now you've turned. I'm not really sure how that happens. No. <laughs> it's not very Japanese, at least. I mean... I think there's this story about the guy stranded in the Indian Ocean during World War II. And he was convinced when he was rescued many years later that the war would still be raging because there's no way Japan would capitulate. But that didn't turn out to be the case. No. <clears throat> I might need a fact check on that, but it's just a... <laughs> Just an interesting story. I uh, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, the relationship and uh, separation drama is over, and uh, or not the separation thing because Hero and Hero Two were separated. But but now we can focus on uh, oh uh, something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I like Mecca, the part space. where uh, uh, Zero Two is trying to uh, lying in a pool of blood, trying to get back to Hero, and then she just paints a stripe of blood on the wall as she walks, and then she falls down and then gets back up again. That's probably just to emphasize, maybe like like uh, when you see at hospitals when it's dramatic and the heartbeat uh, flatlines, and then yes, yeah. I don't know, just throwing ideas out there. <laughs> Uh, I think I had one more point, and then uh, 
can go completely off topic, but uh, I think uh, the Klaxosaur Princess took very... Even though she kind of made it out like she despised Werner, she took she went to great lengths to not hurt him because she only stabbed for his lab jacket. Yeah. And she's done this before. She just took his arm and uh, foot, I think. All the parts of him that are probably metal now. Probably yeah. she damaged. And uh, yeah, it's to, it's to hurt him. She he can't do anything and uh Well is it though? Or are they secretly have been in some kind of cahoots? Or they she knows that she needs him? Yeah, she probably knows because yes. uh, she don't have the capabilities to research everything. Yeah, but she thought she was uh, taking control of like uh, this massively powerful weapon and she was going to stop the space invaders. But then it yeah. turns out to be a trap all along. And the Papa has already planned for this. And if he doesn't get to control this weapon, he's going to self-destruct it with the princess inside. Yeah. And the entire planet, for that matter. So <laughs> now everyone's going to have to get involved. So uh, where do you think the Nines fall? Do you think uh, they're going to turn on Papa too? Or do you think they're going to take oh, some more? I think they're, they're quite loyal and uh, brainwashed. And I don't get why. Uh, because they because have had the right programming, I think, or like the right. Uh... Yeah, but Zero Two managed to escape. Yeah, but I don't think they made the same mistake twice. I mean, Zero Two was probably just a testing uh, project. Yeah. And it kind of um, fuels into the idea that everyone is are clones if. The Klaxosaur Princess is uh, regarded as zero one, and uh, zero two is zero two, and then it goes on, right? Yeah, and the new Nala was uh, number seven. Yeah, they have a numbering issue. I've been telling you this for yeah, the entire time, yeah. but then. Uh... <laughs> Kinda drop back to the beginning of the episode is uh, is the Futoshi uh, being uh, quite stalkerish, uh, noticing the rings are gone. From, yeah, everyone uh, noticed that the rings were gone, though. I think they're just yeah, surprised but Gur was very surprised. Would, uh, would notice because he's kind of he's become the white knight now, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Nines are going to take some persuading and then they're going to join in the fight against Papa because now that they're, they've showed their, shown their hand, I think uh, it's going to be all-out war against him. And I don't really like them doing something like this, or I kind of saw it coming, but... I kind of knew that Papa would be the final one, but uh, it's kind of weird how you can just introduce a new bad guy. It's kind of like they did in Naruto, and like <laughs> the Harken back when they just <laughs> take over Madara's plan. Like three times, I think. Yeah. 
first by a no-name and then by an even bigger no-name that's I've never even heard about and has never been relevant in the story before. Just makes you think. <laughs> well, not everything should make sense, but uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's about uh, what makes good storytelling, right? You have to drop in a few hints, you have to make a cohesive story. And then uh, at least it has to make sense after the fact. But in hindsight, this it doesn't even make sense. There's so many ways you could have set up this kind of story better in a better way. Yeah. So I think the series kind of knows uh, what came before it, what uh, what animes it's stealing from, and then. Yeah, and the, the director and, and then you're trying to kind of surprise your audience or try to get some reaction out of them. Yeah, and if you've seen the the previous episode or the special thing, no. the director is talking about uh, Gurren Lagann and uh, his character work there and how he came up with a story and yeah. I'm kind of losing my voice now. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, I really, uh, the one scene I really enjoyed was when uh, Ichigo laid her hand on Zero uh, Two. Who kind of showed uh, their, uh, they have finally uh, accepted her. Yeah, I guess you can only trust uh, Ichigo's uh, gestures and not her words because <laughs> I remember when she was trying to be the leader and she said, like, yeah, you're part of her crew, but next episode she wasn't part of their crew anymore. Part of the crew, part of the ship. Yeah, thrown out at the first sign of trouble. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, you're losing your voice, I'm losing my mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You should just end it here, I think. Yeah. Uh, we will do an episode again as soon as we find time for it. Uh, until then, follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on Twitter, 